Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We are really excited to talk to you about another word this month, and we're going to jump right in. So let's introduce ourselves and get going um, because it's the responsible thing to do. (laughs) My name is Leslie Bolzer. I'm the creative director for Core Essential Values, and I'm here with Dr. Beth Trammell. Beth, tell everybody about yourself. Yeah. Hello. Um, I'm Dr. Beth Trammell. I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East, where I'm also the director of the master's mental health counseling program. And I focus on helping parents and teachers try to make their words matter for good. And that's kind of my philosophy. So it's why I love words. I love chatting with you every month about a new word. I do think it helps provide focus. And this is a word that I think as we chat about it today, we may take a spin on it that others might not be ready for. Absolutely. I think so too. Great segue. We're talking about responsibility, which is proving you can be trusted with what's expected of you. That's how we're describing it to kids this month. I really do like this definition. I do like equating responsibility with trust and how as adults and as kids, we build trust by being responsible. Um, So I think that's a really cool thing. But I also, I sometimes wonder about this one as my kids, as I was parenting my kids as they grow older, the different ways that I did or did not let them be responsible for things has an impact as they get older. So let's just, let's dig right in and talk about it. So what do you say about responsibility for little ones? Yeah, you know, it's interesting that this, we're kind of describing responsibility in this way, because it inherently suggests that we have to let go of a level of control so that our kids can prove that they can be trusted with what's expected of them. And so as we think about our little ones, they still require us to do a lot of helping. And so I think it's figuring out what your child should be trusted with. So, you know, our preschoolers can clean up after themselves. It wouldn't be to your standard, but it doesn't mean that they couldn't practice to make it to a standard. Um, I started to think that they couldn't meet your standard, but I know some parents who are like super, (laughs) super intense about their level of cleaning, or they don't want smudges of the you know, the cookie dough on the the counter or whatever that might look like. And so I think for our little ones, we have to kind of realize that they can probably do more than what we are requiring of them, right? They can sort their laundry. They can put it in the um, washing machine, probably. They can get on a stool. They can help unload it. I mean, there are a lot of things that we can have them do that I think sometimes we as parents, we just think, well, it's just faster. Yeah. It's just faster if I do it myself. Right. And I'm totally there with you. Really. I'm totally there with you. And yet if we want them to be responsible, we have to let them try. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They have to have some opportunities to try and mess up and understand what accountability looks like. Right. Yeah. Sure. So at the elementary level, um, do you just sort of step it up as they get a little bit older, more and more things that they can do? Or do you get to a place where there's too much, where we're expecting too much of our kids? Yeah, it's really interesting uh, that you asked that because I think, you know, you could search up lots of lists that will tell you like what chores are appropriate for which age group. And they'll they'll have different kind of chores listed, make their bed, vacuum, load the dishwasher, those sorts of things. And I think those are a great place to start, but I wouldn't suggest being too rigid in the age range, because I know some very mature five-year-olds 
who could be trusted to load the dishwasher, um, maybe except for the super sharp knives or things like that, right? And then I also know some 12-year-olds who will still need support in doing their laundry. So I think, think about um, kind of what your child has been able to prove that they can be trusted with, and then continue to adjust the expectations, knowing that our goal as parents is to turn them into, uh, you know, well-adjusted, independent Um, adults and whatever that looks like for your child, you know, continue to week after week, think about what, what, what ways can you continue to help your child grow by expanding those expectations for them? Yeah, that's really great. So when they get older and they're in high school, later middle school or in high school, I think this is where the idea of pairing responsibility with trust Mm really begins to make sense, right? Um, Older kids are looking for more freedom. They're looking for the ability to be more independent. And how would you start conversations with your older kids about responsibility and about trust and proving you can be trusted? Yeah, you know, my approach with my my two teenagers has been that Um, I will trust them until I don't trust them anymore. (laughs) Um, And so, for example, with their phone usage, um, social media usage, those sorts of things, um, I sort of tell them, I'm not going to, you know, steal your phone from you and look at your phone when you are not aware that I am looking at it. But that is me extending trust to you. And so I need for you to be responsible and do what you know you need to do, the things we've talked about, right? No posting you know, inappropriate things. Don't post things that are going to hurt anyone's feelings, right? So we lay out the expectations. And then we do have to extend a little bit of trust with our, um, with our teenagers. And whether that's phone usage or it's, I'm trusting you to wash the dishes without breaking them. I'm trusting you that you're doing your laundry so you're not the smelly kid at school. I'm right. trusting that you are going to drive the vehicle the way we're supposed to drive the vehicle, right? I tend to have a, an explicit conversation um, and encourage parents to have an explicit conversation about what it what it feels like, right? And sometimes I say to my kids, I don't want to trust you. It's not that I don't want to trust you. It's that it's scary for me to extend this level of trust. So when kids start driving, I've known parents who say like, I have to trust you, but it makes me nervous. And um, it's a little bit uncomfortable for me. And I think that's a fair conversation to have with our teenagers. Yeah, absolutely. It also means you have to trust a lot of other people when you allow that true. level of dependence, right? You have to trust so in the true. responsibility of lots of others. And that can be even more scary than trusting yeah. your own, your yeah. own kid. So any other advice you have for parents? We're starting a new year. This can be kind of a reset time, or it can be a sort of climbing out of the doldrums kind of time, depending on how you look at it. But any other vi- advice you have for parents as it relates to starting a new year with some responsibility? You know, it's interesting because you asked the question earlier about how do I know if my expectations are okay or is, are, am I asking too much? And I've had parents in my office before who have said, I don't know, is it too much to expect that my kid is going to walk the dog and do the dishes and keep their room clean, you know, clean in quotation marks, right? Particularly those teenagers. And so I uh, tend to sort of reflect back to parents and say, what do you think is most important to you 
And what do you think is most important to your teenager? And how can you sort of meet in the middle together? Because at the end of the day, we do want for them to be independent, responsible adults. But if they're 14, we've still got four more years to mold them into that, right? So don't lose sight of you're having constant arguments with your 14-year-old because they don't have their bed made or their room cleaned or it's vacuumed and dusted and all the things that you want to have done. I would ask to just sort of take a step back and say, okay, can we work our way toward that? Mm, Can it be something that because they have band practice every day and they come home at seven and they just barely have enough time to eat and do their homework, can we step in during the Monday through Thursday when they have practice and pick up a couple of things off the floor? And have a conversation to say, I'm doing this because I think we can do it together. And then my expectation is you're going to help me out, right? So I I just think I can't tell parents what are or are not appropriate expectations for their child. But I can say, are you cultivating the kind of relationship that you want with your teenager? And are you seeing the kind of bigger picture around Mm. what you want your kid to be um, kind of in the long run? And so I know that that feels like a non-answer, but I'm hoping that as people kind of think about, you know, they're each child individually, if you have multiple kids, like I have one kid whose room is totally clean almost all the time and they will spend time in their room and they will say, I've got to go clean my room because I just don't like it when it's a mess. And I have another one. I'm not mentioning any names from Mm -hmm. either child. I have another one who just would do their laundry and just dump it on the floor and picks out the laundry off the floor that is clean and they don't ever smell bad. They always smell fine. And, you know, <laughs> and, and then like every couple of weeks we do like a super clean because they want to have friends over and they don't want their friends to see what their room looks like. Um, so anyway, I just think about how each child um, is developing and what matters. I guess I'll just kind of pause there. I, I really I do appreciate that. I also think about sometimes with my kids, how they'll do something and I'll feel really let down mm. by what happened. And then when I take a step back from that moment and that situation, and I think about the level of responsibility that they carry all the time and the way that I do trust them all the time and their general level of responsibility. And then I get thrown off by one hiccup or one error. If I can pull myself out of the emotion and step back and look at the big picture, I can generally be pretty grateful for the level of responsibility they do have. And I can say, oh, right. Yeah. She's 14 or she's 12 or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. This is going to happen. This is a part of parenting. This is a part of learning and growing up. I can mostly handle it better when I, when I'm able to take that step back. I think it's brilliant. And I think in that step back, I sometimes try to remind myself that I don't always feel like cleaning my room either. Absolutely. Right. (laughs) Thanks too. Yeah. And um, sometimes my laundry is folded because I don't want to iron things, but it's folded and then just like plopped on the like bench in my room, you know, it's like, it's like another 10 feet to my closet, you know, but I'm like, "Eh, I don't really feel like doing that, you know? So I think stepping back and saying, look, you know, is this the most important thing to do today or even this month? And maybe it is, and maybe it's not. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, I really appreciate this conversation. This is good. This resets me for the new year to be Mm. my very best, most responsible self. (laughs) Um, Anything else you want to say before we close? think so i mean i just think the new year uh you know is a time of kind of fresh starts and you know whether you do a resolution or not um thinking about goals i i just think inviting your kids into that conversation uh, whether they're three or 33 is just always a useful exercise absolutely well thank you and if folks want to know more about you how can they find you uh, my website is Beth Trammell, two M's, two L's, uh, .com or makewordsmatterforgood.com. And I have two podcasts, Things You Learn in Therapy and Kids These Days Need Us to Make Words Matter for Good. Excellent. And I am at CE Values. That's our social media, or you can find us at coreessentials.org. Thanks for tuning in. Beth, thanks for joining me. And uh, we'll be back next month. Can't wait. Ciao.